This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, hour two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. As I said a few minutes ago, Dr. Pierre Corey joining us now, and you're very well known among our listeners, Dr. Corey, so I will introduce you. You're the author of War on Ivermectin, the medicine that saved millions and could have ended the pandemic. We're going to talk about shedding. Before I do that, though, you may or may not know that we have spent literally since August of 2020, the first hour every Thursday with Dr. Kelly Victory, who I know you know very well. You two are pretty good friends, so you are in very good company. Let's just say that. Sounds good. Yeah, I like Kelly a lot. She is awesome. And she, by the way, speaks very, very highly of you. We just got off the phone with her about 10 minutes or so ago, so she gives uh, her hellos to you as well. So thank you for joining us, sir. That's great. Double trouble. <laughs> well, it coincides with what we talked about the last hour and shedding. And we've talked a little bit about this with Dr. Kelly, although not getting into it in quite probably the details we will with you because you have done far more work on this than probably anyone out there. So talk to us. Is it the greatest of all scandals? I mean, I think it's just the latest in in just the horror show of these vaccines. I mean, we, we keep discovering more and more and more. I mean, to me, you know, I chose to do this work and I, I researched the, the history and the science behind shedding of these gene therapy products. That comes on the heels of the last month of the discovery of DNA plasmids contaminating all the vials. So it, it, it's really a dystopian nightmare what we're finding out about this product. And we keep finding, and we were just talking about this with Dr. Kelly a few minutes ago, the continued, you know, data of, you know, turbo cancers and all of the other things that we start, you know, or that we have been seeing. And unfortunately, our prediction, and I I can't disagree with Dr. Kelly on this, unfortunately, uh, Dr. Corey, these numbers are just going to keep going up to the point where you have to wonder, and I've, I've said, frankly, all along, I think not only was COVID itself a bioweapon, but I think the response to it is just the same. It's just, a, it's just another way of approaching what they wanted to do in the first place. That's my thought. I, I am not a conspiracy theory for, you know, person at all, Dr. Corey, but to me, the evidence just shows what I just said to be true. Yeah, let me comment on that, because I think you said it quite well. I mean, You know, as I tried to figure out what was going on over the last three years, my conclusion is as follows, very similar to what you just said, is that if you look back to everything that happened, it can only be understood as a military exercise against a perceived or actual bioweapon. Right. Right. So so gain-of-function research is is a misnomer. I mean, the only reason why you do that is 
for bioweapons research, right? So we call it gain of function. It sounds benign. Right. But the only reason why you would do that is either to study how to develop a vaccine against a bioweapon or how to create one. That's the only reason why you would do it. And the other thing is, through the work of like Sasha Latipova, Todd Callender, Catherine Watts, who did like this deep dive on the legal regulatory framework over the last 70 years, is that this vaccine is a countermeasure. It's categorized yep. as a countermeasure. Yep. The head of uh, Operation Warp Speed was a general from the military. That's right, DOD. And, yeah, and as a physician, when I see how medical biomedical ethics disappeared during COVID, right, we had no respect for bodily autonomy, no uh, attention towards informed consent. We had widespread co- coercion throughout society through employers where you lost your job, you yep. couldn't travel, all of these things. That's a military exercise, and I couldn't figure it out forever. I was like, I thought biomedical ethics, respect for autonomy, civil liberties, all that, I thought those were bedrocks of our society, and they disappeared. Hmm. And you can only explain that by a wartime mentality, and, and that, that is actually totally true. And, and that actually speaks to shedding, right? Because what I found out about shedding is that not only is shedding well-defined by the FDA in regards to gene therapy products, okay. these vaccines meet the definition of gene therapy products. The FDA requires shedding studies to be done for animals and humans, and they were not done, which again speaks to why was this rolled right. out across right. the country and world without sufficient studies being done. It's because it was a wartime exercise. They really thought of this virus as a bioweapon, and they... Let's, say, let's give them the benefit of that. Let's be magnanimous and say that they were trying to do the right thing in protecting us, and they made some mistakes by rushing this thing through. That's one reading. Obviously, it's much more nefarious reading to take from. Agree. That's, that's kind of how I size it up. Uh, and I look at it the way you do, too, because, no, I don't think there were huge mistakes made. I think there were things avoided on purpose. They've been working on this for far longer than what Operation Warp Speed even was. We were just talking about that with Dr. Yep. Kelly a few minutes ago, Dr. Corey. I mean, the reality is this didn't just happen overnight. They may have told some of the political powers that be that it was happening that way, but you and I both know this thing had been in the works. The patent had had been you know applied for and won. There were all sorts of things these particular companies were working on, and as Dr. Kelly said a few minutes ago, there there is just no other explanation to say that two drug companies who are fierce competitors come out with exactly the same product at roughly the same time, Dr. Corey? Yep. Yep. No, no that's, that's exactly right. And and that that speaks to the legal investigatory work, which is that these uh, vaccine manufacturers, the pharmaceutical companies, were under contract with the Department of Defense. That's right. They were contracted to develop these, and we can't call them medical products. They were presented to the public as if they had gone through some sort of accelerated regulatory process. That's not true. No. They, they went through the um, absurd regulatory process, which, which avoided all of the requisite studies, and then were launched across the country and worldwide. I mean... Yeah, yeah, zero is, scrutiny is, is really what you're trying to say. Zero scrutiny yeah. on products that were injected, mandated to be injected to a lot of individuals. Uh, a lot of folks even listening, you know, either had to get one, lose a job, uh, whatever the case may be, you know, forced to retire early, you know, whatever the case may be, Dr. Corey, very few people were as lucky as myself to where, you know, I'm an independent contractor here doing the show. I own my own business. I'm my own person. I don't answer to anybody, fortunately. So I could continue to do what I did regardless of what other people were doing 
doing in, 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 in this particular realm of things, which I'm very, very fortunate. Probably the being self-employed is not a lot of fun at times, Dr. Corey, as you probably know. Yep. But this is one of those times yep. where I was very thankful I was because I didn't have to do anything to keep making money. Yeah, and let me say that, you know, you already self-employed. I wasn't. I had a, a really very successful academic career. I was at the heights of academia. I was the clinical service chief of the critical care service at one of the biggest academic medical centers in the country as the director of their ICU. And now I've left that career. I've been sort I've left the entire system. I'm in private practice. Luckily, there still is such a thing as private practice. Yes. But it's been... Uh, Welcome it, to my side been, of the aisle, by the way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I, I like it. I, I don't have a boss. I work for myself, and I'm very happy about it. I mean, it has I its downsides, have... and it has its plus sides. Let's just say that. Right now, all I can see are the plus sides. Uh, good for you. And, and by the way, I appreciate all that you're doing, not only in this, but everything else you do as well. You, like Dr. Kelly, do a lot more than just what we hear about publicly, so thank you for all of that. Okay, it's shedding, and I should have started this way, and I apologize, and, and I should have asked you as well. I, I want to be very respectful of your time. I do need to take a break. I'd like to hold you over and get another segment in sure. if you're willing to do that. No worries. Okay, we'll come right back. Dr. Pierre Corey is with us. And by the way, if you've got a question for him, just like Dr. Kelly, yeah, I will I will uh, honor his time. We'll make it faster. Send me a text message. I'll get that ans- asked and answered by Dr. Corey as well. 307-200-8222. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Questions on your mortgage? Give Kurt a call today, 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take aim. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take aim, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts. Qualify only on the new mortgage payment and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS, 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Hi, five Plumbing. Drain plugged up, or you've got some fresh water issues going on. Either way, they can take care of you. Give them a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Low water pressure can ruin your day, but high water pressure can damage your fixtures and appliances, and High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. High pressure causes water to flow too powerfully through your pipes, so when it comes to the end of a line, it slams into your fixture or appliance, causing damage that potentially voids the warranty on the appliance or fixture. So if you're hearing banging in your pipes that sounds like this, you may have water pressure that's far too high. There are many factors that can affect water pressure, so High Five installs a device to measure and regulate that pressure, so you're not damaging your toilets, faucets, fridges, or anything else in your home that uses water. For water pressure that's out of control, or even just to find out if it is, call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE, or go to klzradio.com plumbing and tell them you're a KLZ listener for $50 off your repair.
All right, Premier Home Remodel. And if you've thought about doing a remodel to your home, they are the place to call. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels can turn your remodeling ideas into reality with their 3D digital rendering of your home project. Premier can prevent any surprises by creating this clear picture of what your project will look like upon completion. This 3D digital rendering breaks down the whole process from the design to construction work, while also showing you every detail of the tile, cabinets, structure, and more. Premier will help eliminate any guesswork on what your updated remodel might look like by showing you the reality of how it will turn out. Premier also works with you to customize your ideas within your budget. This gives you the next level detail, not just visually, but also financially. Premier Home Remodels always takes the time with you to fine-tune every design aspect to fit your specific needs and desires. To see the full picture of what your remodel will look like, go to klzradio.com remodel. That's klzradio.com remodel. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Thanks for joining us. Dr. Pierre Corey with us. And again, he is the author of War on Ivermectin, the medicine that saved millions and could have ended the pandemic, which we've talked about that many, many times here on Rush to Reason. But Dr. Corey, shedding. And before we move on, I, I always have to remember that there's a lot of folks listening, maybe tuning in for the very first time. I've talked about shedding before. But I want to make sure that we're clear on what we're talking about. So explain what shedding is in the first place. Yeah, so the FDA has a document from 2015 about the shedding of gene therapy products, right? So the vaccine, um, these mRNA vaccines meet the definition of gene therapy products, which are anytime you inject genetic material that's then transcribed or translated into something like a protein, like the spike protein, that's a gene therapy product. And around gene therapy products, it's well known that they can shed. And so there's a definition of shredding, which is the excretion of any viral or bacterial products of these gene therapies. And so there's documents around how you should assess safety. Like I said earlier, they actually mandate that animal and human shedding studies be done. And let's get to the real uh, science behind it. The reason why shedding is a concern is that this is a nanoparticle technology. So nanoparticles are tiny, tiny little sacs. Uh, uh, the, these vaccines are built around a lipid nanoparticle, which right. is a fatty, tiny right. little sac. And it, it's kind of, it's very similar to our endogenous nan- nanoparticles. So we have something, when, when it's biological or endogenous, it's called an exosome. So these mimic natural exosomes. And exosomes travel widely throughout the body, just like these synthetic lipid nanoparticles do. Not only do they travel and disseminate to all organs and fluids, but they can be excreted through all secretions, even exhaled breath. But much more importantly is that nanoparticles can be absorbed by almost any route of entry, transdermally, uh, through the conjunctiva of the eyes, through inhaled breath. They can uh, enter lung tissue. Um, so they have many ways of entering the body. So if they can be excreted readily and absorbed readily, shedding is not a mystery anymore. It's all about the nanoparticles. And the last point I want to make is in all the review papers of nanoparticle technology that I read, each paper contains the sentence, more studies are required mm-hmm. to ensure the safety and prevent toxicity of this technology. Okay. 
they've been crying out for more studies, but yet this is an example of proliferation of technology where we don't know the short or long-term aspects. In other words, what you're also saying, and I, I've asked some other individuals along these lines, you know, we don't know how much they shed, when they shed, is it early yep. on, is it all the way through, you know, is there a, a drop-off period in it? Those are the things that we just don't know, right, Dr. Corey? <laughs> John, you're good, man. You've got all the questions down, and those are the things that we don't know. This is what I do know, is that it happens. There's not even a question that happens. There are, I mean, from the onset of the campaign, there were thousands of women on social media talking about sudden disturbances in normally regular menstrual cycles, a lot of normal menstrual problems after exposure to the vaccine. So we already knew that. Facebook shut down those groups. Um, they, They took everything off of social media. But then in my own practice, we started to see it amongst my patients. We had patients who recognized that their symptoms worsened. They deteriorated after close exposure. So we already started seeing it. Hmm. And then if you look at my Substack series where I do these posts, I include just dozens of clinical descriptions of shedding events. And many of them are submitted by physicians, uh, uh, biologists, microbiologists. These are scientists. And when you see their anecdotes, they're very well presented, very scientifically, with all of the data you need to understand. So we know they occur. But going back to what you just said, I don't know what proportion of society is susceptible to getting symptoms from shedding. I, for one, do not get I travel everywhere. I see hundreds of people a month. I I go through, you know, I'm constantly exposed to the vaccinated but I've never developed a symptom. And I think that's probably true for the majority of society. They're not symptomatic. But here's my worry about myself, is that although I don't get sick from being around vaccinated, like some do, and I think the portion that do are kind of physiologically sensitive to like... Yeah, and and what you're saying is, in layman's terms, you have a DNA that is not as susceptible to it as what they would be, right? And most of the U.S. evidently or depending upon whether we're talking U.S. around the world, most people aren't, but there are some that are, right? That's exactly right. And my guess or my my sense of who are are people who have, they're they're quite physiologically sensitive. You know, as a physician, I kind of put people into three categories. There are some who are, like, resistant to side effects or after effects of different therapies and medicines. They they have, like, this constitution that seems very resistant to ill effects. And then there's the great middle, which is most of us sometimes will get side effects. And then there are some that you have to treat very carefully, mm-hmm. use low doses, mm-hmm. slowly be very gentle because they're so sensitive. And I think it's those that are most susceptible to shedding, but I don't think that's an absolute. I think it makes could sense. be anyone. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but, okay, did, but, really but, quick, the uh, other thing is that we don't know, even including yourself, you don't know and maybe wouldn't know for 10 years because that's typically how long some of these trials and studies would take. You don't know if something's going to crop up five years from now, right? Well, that's my main concern, right? So I have not experienced any ill effects toad shedding or anything I can identify as that. But knowing that these nanoparticles and what they contain can be absorbed by myself in my normal routine daily social mm-hmm. life, what are the long-term implications? Is, is, is this going to impact my health going forward? And those are the questions that we have. And especially when I bring up, and I don't want to scaremonger here, but the, the fact that these DNA plasmids contaminate every single vial examined, we know they can be packaged into lipid nanoparticles. And so w- what are the effects of those? Can, that, can my genetics uh, be affected? These are, th- we need studies. We need careful studies. They'll never do them because... Mm-hmm. 
it's, we're living in a time where there's just a mass effort to suppress any discussion or evidence of the adverse implications of this genetic uh, therapy yep. vaccination. Yep, you are right. We got a question that came in, and I don't know. I think I understand the question. A caller asked, there's over 150 different versions of COVID vaccines that have been tried over the years, created. Most of them, by the way, didn't work because there's very few that work against a COVID-type illness anyways. Is there any redeeming qualities in them that might actually be helpful? I think I know the answer to that, Dr. Corey, but again, I'm not a doctor, so I, I really shouldn't even answer. The, zero. I, the, these vaccines don't work just like what I, I don't know about that data about 150 different vaccines being tested, but yeah, I don't either. These don't work, and all I see are the harms. The, yeah. There's just no upside to these. Zero. Which goes back to the original conversation that you and I had, and even Dr. Kelly and I were talking about in the last hour. Given that and I'm just a Dr. Corey. I never even went to college. I'm just a regular, ordinary business guy. I come out of the automotive world. I worked on cars most of my life. I'm by no means an expert on any of this, but I can decipher. I'm a critical thinker. You can't fix cars without being a critical thinker, by the way. So when I look yep. at things and you start dis- disseminating some of the things that are out there, I'm also a data guy. I can read facts and figures and look at the data. I mean, Dr. Corey, there's only one assumption, and that is that there were very nefarious or are very nefarious individuals that used not only COVID, but this response to as a bioweapon. And I firmly believe it is to depopulate the earth. There are people out there that firmly believe we have too much population, and the one way to get rid of it is by doing this. Well, here's, here's what I try to do as a physician, as a prominent somewhat figure in this dissident movement, is... I try not to say that this was a depopulation exercise. However, the evidence of depopulation sure exists. It's inarguable. I mean, right. the excess mortality is raging across That's the right. world. The dropping birth rates, uh, the explosions on the disability rolls from government data, the life insurance industry is reeling. That's right. The, the all of the actuaries are changing. I talked to, with somebody else earlier today, not on air, but off air about that, Dr. Corey. Yeah, to your point, when you've got business, insurance especially, that live off of the data you're talking about, and they're now changing their outlook, what does that tell you? Well, you know, what I would say is based on the data that we have now, depopulation is happening. The only thing that I'm going to not opine on is whether it was willful or not. And I'm with you on that one because I, again, I don't have enough data or any inside information to say whether it was or it wasn't. But here's the other problem I've got, and I'm sure you can chime in on this with me. I didn't have a lot of trust in government and all of that on the front side, and I'll just be frank, medical community included. Maybe that's because of just my background and some other things that have happened in my world, but didn't have a lot of trust in the first place. And I'll just tell you right now, Dr. Corey, I have none now. Between government and medical, other than people like yourself and Dr. Kelly Victory, I have zero left. So when you've got zero trust left, people like me just look at this and say, what are you guys doing? Yeah, you know, I, I, I travel a lot. I give lectures. I, so many people come up to me. They're terrified. They don't want to go to their doctor. They're completely estranged from the system. They see how how off the rails the medical system has gone. And and to your point, what I, what I like about what you just said is, and I say this a lot, when COVID started, I had an implicit faith and trust in medical system. I believed in the high-impact journals. I believed the agencies were about public health. 
I thought the best science and scientists published in like the New England Journal of Medicine, all of that faith and trust is gone. I am zero now. You were probably near zero before COVID. I was I wasn't a hundred percent because I knew of some frauds in, in the, by the pharmaceutical industry, not only in my own specialty but others. But now. I see how the game is run. They control the journals, they control the agencies, they control the media, and so yep. they can get yep. the average American yep. to believe and do whatever yep. they want them to. Uh, the one thing, and I've said this many times on air, uh, Dr. Corey, between you know other people, Dr. Kelly included, I cannot. The one thing that I'm still shocked by, I mean, I have done this show for a number of years now, a decade, and I've been on air for you know 15 years prior to that, so I've been doing air-type things and business things for a very long time. And the one thing that I was still absolutely shocked at was the amount of especially Americans. I can get other countries doing it, but here in America, the amount of people that literally churches and and, and organizations that just caved to what government was asking. I'm on air every week screaming, stop this madness. The data doesn't support what we're doing, but yet everybody caved and bought in. I never thought I'd see our country do that. Yeah, it shows you the power of instilling fear. You know, when we're fearful, we lose rationality and critical thinking. And yep. and they did very well at instilling they fear. They sure did. And I, listen, I'm sorry to admit this, but I remember wiping down grocery bags. I remember coming home from a day in the ICU, disrobing till I was nude, and then running into the bathroom for a shower before I would encounter my family. I mean, I... I I, I drank that Kool-Aid early on, and it, you know, my awakening was, was slow and incremental, but it, it is shocking what they, they got people to do. It really is. I mean, to the point, I mean, like you just said, and by the way, Dr. Corey, you weren't the only one doing that. I think the vast majority of people, and I will tell you early on, I was probably a little more careful than I would normally be. My, my problem, and I'll just be straight up honest— the groups that you talked about a moment ago, the three groups, I'm group A. So a lot of things in that world just don't bother me because a lot of things health-wise just don't have a huge impact on me. So I wasn't worried if I got COVID or didn't get COVID. It didn't really make any difference to me one way or the other because I knew I'd be fine in the end. Uh, So I didn't have maybe some of the fear that everybody else had to the point where I never missed a day coming down to the station, even after the station itself said, hey, you guys are free to just stay home and do the show from there. You don't have to come in. But my engineer and I both, we drove in, Dr. Corey, every single solid day through COVID because I wasn't going to stop my life. God bless you. I mean, I knew that I was pretty resistant to stuff, um, but again, I was disoriented and, and also I was distracted. I mean, I was... Uh, well, you're in, you're in the midst of it as well, by the way. That's... Yeah, I I was literally just, you know, reacting to everything coming at me. I don't think I had a clear space to think through what was going on. I I believed what was being presented is that there was a viral pandemic. It was killing everyone, and we needed to protect ourselves, and I was all about trying to do that. And it was only over time that I realized that that wasn't really a good representation of what was going on. Yeah, and again, by the way, I was very fortunate. I had individuals like Dr. Kelly and some others around me, and I was, as again, like I said, I'm a very big data person, so early on I started looking at, okay, what is the actual mortality rate among healthy individuals, not folks that are over the age of 65 or 70, but let's look at the real data, the real numbers. And once I started digging into the numbers every day and then finding out as we were going through that that the numbers weren't actually accurate either, they were adding comorbidities to that those figures where COVID-only deaths, by the way, as you know, were very, very small. Once I started looking at all of that and learning some of those things, I just became more 
vigilant that this is just a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, it, it, you know, I think it wasn't complete nonsense just because I was on the front lines and in that first wave, uh, it, it, it it was quite dramatic, but only in certain places. That's Correct. The other, there's another little factor here is that what you saw on television was selectively presented. That's right. To, Really urban centers that got hit hard, and I happened to be in one of them. I was at, I manned my old ICU for five weeks in April, May of 2020, and it really was a catastrophe. I mean, we couldn't make enough ICU beds. We literally were running out of ventilators. Every patient in my ICU had the same X-ray, same ventilator settings, which were maximal. I mean, it really was a catastrophe but it was isolated to certain places. And had they and let you guys do the things with ivermectin and other treatments, who knows if that would have been that way? Oh, it certainly wouldn't have been. But, but that reality, which was occurred in certain places, was not the reality for most of the world. Very true. Now, we, by the way, here in Colorado, we, we didn't have any of what you're talking about here in Colorado. And there are some really disturbing reasons for why that might be. Interesting. And you might know that. Interesting. Right? So are you aware yes. of the paper that came out a few weeks ago, which genetically anal- analyzed all of the variants? Yes. And they concluded that none of them were natural mutations, that yeah. they were all releases. Yeah. And I have other folks who give me data. And now I'm just kind of going off of the hypotheticals. I'm not an expert of this. I don't have data to support this. But it makes sense from a, a thousand yards is that the hotspots, when you talk about Lombardy and Wuhan and New York and New Orleans mm-hmm. and Seattle and Detroit, they, they were, why those cities? You know, New York, I get it, right, because it's the melting You want my theory? Yeah, go and ahead. And I've not been able to prove this yet. I Again, I thought from early on this was a bioweapon. I thought it was a bioweapon that was designed to affect different people groups differently so that maybe down the road it could be used as a way to you know, extract certain things from certain governments or, or have power over certain types of governments around the world. And I am still to this day convinced that this thing was designed and continued to be that way uh, to affect different people groups differently. That's my theory. I cannot rule out any of those theories based on the results that COVID achieved. I, I mean, I, I can't rule out any nefarious theory. It, it's, it's really shocking. And what, what, what disturbs me most is the conversation you and I are having is what I call private knowledge. Correct. It's not common knowledge. Correct. The way I, I kind of summarize what I've been doing for three years is I've been trying my hardest to bring really important private knowledge into common knowledge. But there is a barrier, which is, you know, our media sphere, our agencies, our governments who are resistant to any dissemination of data that we have, any knowledge or insights we have on how to treat it, how to prevent it, everything, all of the catastrophes around the vaccines, it's being suppressed and censored. And it's very hard life. I mean, in some ways that I'm, it's very disappointing because I look at the average American citizen. My fellow citizens are walking around believing things that are simply not true. Yep. yep. I will leave it at that. Dr. Corey, you, again, you, as you can tell, you are welcome anytime. Anything you want to come on air and chat about, you know, let me know. It's been a joy having you to meet you for the first time. I kind of feel like I've known you through Dr. Kelly anyways, but it's really nice to meet you for the first time. You know, I guess you'd just say voice to voice, but I really appreciate your time, sir. John, let me say two things. I do tons of interviews because um, I'm, I'm an educator. I try to teach, disseminate knowledge. 
You're a special one, man. I, I really enjoyed this interview, man. You're on point on everything, and I appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that, and have a great night. And again, if you're you, anytime you want to come back, you just let me know. I'd love to have you. Thank you, Dr. Okay. Corey. Appreciate it very much. Those are kind words by him, by the way. And again, I cannot take any credit for even what I asked him. I give all that credit to Steve House and Dr. Kelly Victory. They are the ones that have taught me, trained me, and really given me the information that I'm able to even share with all of you on a daily basis. Uh, that did not come from me. That really came from them. And as I told Kelly earlier, uh, Dr. Kelly Victory, that if it hadn't been for her, I would have to be absorbing as much as I possibly could on my own. I, you know, We have been extremely extremely. I hope you all know listening how blessed we've been to have somebody like Dr. Kelly Victory around and who knows, I mean, how many lives and how many things have we been able to change and affect because of the information that she's been able to pass through to us and then I on to all of you. I don't know, but I am very honored to have uh, Dr. Corey on, and I appreciate that very much. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, and he is a financial advisor that wants to help you get all the way to retirement and keep you accountable along the way. Find him at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial loves aircraft, and he knows that to land a plane, you need to follow a checklist. And just like landing a plane, a successful retirement means having a quality, time-tested checklist to avoid the myriad of potential pitfalls you could run into. He'll help you determine what you want your retirement to look like, be it traveling, going on cruises, donating, or volunteering, or anything else that you have in mind for a fulfilling retirement. And you can find comfort in knowing that Al has been at this for over three decades. He's seen nearly everything that can derail your plan. You know that his checklist is going to be realistic, flexible, and proven through years of experience, in addition to being customized for you. Contact Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com slash money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Investment, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Okay, and our home transitions take the stress out of buying and selling a home. Even if you're up to the point where maybe foreclosure is something you've thought about, they can help you through all of that process as well. 720-437-8210. When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Cat and Robin are your true real estate advocates, and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com slash home or call 720-437-8210. Genesis 1-3 Electric. If you're looking for backup power, generation, a power wall, you name it, you've got some problems inside your home, electrically speaking, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. 
Genesis 1-3 Electric knows that everything you have plugged in costs you money. Even when your phones and computers are not attached, the cords in the outlets still draw power. And those generic chargers use much more juice than the branded ones. That's why Genesis 1-3 Electric recommends Leviton electrical panels that utilize technology called load shedding. This allows you to turn off entire outlets or sections of your home when you want, eliminating those extra loads from your 24-hour electrical consumption. You can decide what is essential and what is not in real time. You can use the smartphone app to keep on top of power consumption and take control of your electric bills. You can reset the panel or reset breakers from anywhere. This is essential for larger homes and truly gives you full control of your power usage. So reach out to Genesis 1-3 Electric by going to klzradio.com slash light to access KLZ listener savings today. All right. Speaking of electricity, find out if solar is a good fit for you, how much you would save, what the rebates would be like. Alan can explain all of that to you. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows that you would want to own your personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There's great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Allen. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill. Usually, only about 25 to 35 percent of the amount you were going to pay the power company most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it just like some of our klz listeners they love the freedom from the power company that it gives them and they love the huge tax credit too call alan davis for a no obligation quote call 303-378-7537 that's 303-378-7537 Hey, for all of you listening to Michael Bailey, he has been with us now eight plus years, and he does my estate planning. He can do yours as well. Call him at 720-394-6887. Mobile estate planner Michael Bailey doesn't want your Thanksgiving ruined by arguing again this year. What a great looking dinner. It sure is good that we could all come together and eat some turkey this year. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, you know, I sure do wish Mama could be here. She'd probably get closer to leaving us. Hey, I wonder what her plan is with her collection of presidential chia pet heads. Hey, those are mine. She promised. She said I could have them, and she wants them on display at her funeral. You can keep whatever you want, as long as I get the money to pay off my RV. She ain't going to pay you nothing. She already said I'm taking over the finances, and I'm getting a boat. Woohoo! That settles it. We're calling that mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, I heard on the radio. He'll come to her and he'll know how to make it all official. And he works quick. This holiday season, give your family something they can really use. An estate plan that keeps them from arguing at the dinner table. Contact mobile estate planner Michael Bailey by going to klzradio.com slash estate and get your house in order. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Uh, Rebecca Terrell joining us now, who's been on with us many times in the past as well. Uh, uh, Rebecca Terrell, welcome back to Rush to Reason, and thank you so much for joining us. And and really, I know we were supposed to have you about 10 minutes ago, but we had Dr. Pierre Corian with us and went a little long. So thank you so much for joining us. 
Oh, John, it's great to be back with you, and I don't blame you for keeping him on. He's wonderful. <laughs> he was. It's the first time I've ever had him on, and we, we just had a blast talking, and just, you know, time slips away, and he's just got so much knowledge, and I feel so, I told him this, I'll tell you the same thing. Between you, he, Dr. Kelly Victor, who we speak to on a regular basis, you know, you all have given me so much knowledge on all sorts of different things, especially COVID-related, that I'm just honored to have all of you on with me on a regular basis. Well, that is a very nice compliment, but I tell you what, the same can be said about you because you are a wealth of wealth of knowledge yourself. Well, thank you. So, all right, new, the new American, and you've got a topic: Comer promises Biden subpoenas. Really? Do you and, think they, do you think and, we're going to get those? Well, we got we got some today and yesterday, didn't we? Uh huh. A whole bunch, didn't we? Now we'll now take the them himself. Right, exactly. Now the president himself hasn't been subpoenaed, of course, but his no. son and his brother have. And a whole bunch of different uh, Biden family members. I think that there have been some 20 so far, haven't there? You know, I, I and I hate to say this, I was worried, or I, not worried, I was so busy today recapping some of the debate last night that I'll be honest with you, I didn't spend much time looking at that today. Right. Well, I mean, we can't, that, that's part of the problem. I mean, You're right. Going on. How do yes. you stay on top of it all? And you just have to, you know, at some point you just have to go, okay, I have to... <laughs> Well, you know, and, and I'll be honest, what, what you do, and for everybody listening, you keep tuning in to us daily. We have people like, you know, Rebecca on to help us with all of these things. I do as much as I can as well. But really, Rebecca, it's because of folks like you that I get to interview that I even get to stay up on top of as much of this as, as there is. So, yeah, that's how people need to do it. Keep listening to us. Exactly. That's absolutely true. And, and that's why, you know, it's a separation of separation of focusing on your talent and, and, and pursuing that issue. But, yeah, I mean, we're a small outfit, too. The New American is not a huge deal like Fox News or something like that. So a lot of us have to wear a lot of different hats. Sure. Because it's fun. It's a little bit like it's a little bit like herding cats. It is. I, well, I hear you. No, I hear that. Okay, so, so you know, back to the, you know, just the subpoenas and all that's going on in this. And I've got some of my own theories on where some of this may go. But I want to get your thoughts on, you know, how far does this go? How much does this affect, you know, Biden and his presidency? Will his own party use some of this as a way? Because I really don't feel like he's going to be the next candidate for them. I think they're going to slip somebody else in. Uh, is this part of what they do to make that happen? Right. Uh, that's a good question. And I don't know exactly where this is going to end up either. You know, I think it's very hypocritical that the Democrats went for Trump's jugular, yep. you know, accusing him of receiving compensation from foreign sources and they say you violated the emoluments clause of the U.S. Constitution that prohibits federal office holders from receiving gifts and payments. And yet they turn a blind eye to this kind of evidence. Now they come out, if you look at the headlines today, they're saying, well, Comer did the same thing with his brother. He, uh, he uh, loaned his brother money. Well, there's no China involved there. It's a little <laughs> different. Company. Right, a little tiny bit different. I think it's also hypocritical, too, when you see all this money coming from energy companies yep. in Ukraine and Russia, and those energy companies are curiously fossil fuel energy companies. Uh-huh. They're not, uh, you know, they're not renewable energies, which we're all supposed to embrace, you know, to save Mother Earth. So, you know, I mean, it just goes on and on. It's just this insanity that just seems to have no end. Um, but where is it headed? I don't know. I mean, we're, we're, we're looking at impeachment hearings right now. Right. So... You know, it's it's a possibility whether it's actually going to happen. I don't know. You know, Joe Biden's been there since '73 on Capitol Hill. Amazing. He has been there for 50 amazing 
years. So this is, we are talking about an entrenched politician. Where did he get all this money? Where did it come from if it didn't come from these business dealings? Because he has house after house after house, and he has yep. all of this money to be, you know. For, for only being a quote-unquote public servant, he's a very wealthy public servant. Right, exactly. And that indicates, I mean, that even goes back to what Socrates even said about that, you know, if you that type of thing, the indication is there's something corrupt going on. Right. So, and you know, so everything old is new again. Right, it's the, very true. It's one of the oldest things in the book, but prostitution and, and um, politics. That's right. No, you you are <laughs> you are dead on. And, and again, I you know I don't have a crystal ball, and I've said all along, and I will still stand by this. Although things are waning in the Biden camp, but I've said for now a couple of years or more that Joe Biden has a lot more power and influence, and I think most Republicans, Rebecca, even gave him credit for, and I think people now are finally starting to realize that, and believe me, he is not going to give up the quote-unquote gavel all that easy, but I do believe that his party at some point is going to say, wait a minute, time out, Joe. If the Republicans run anyone, even, even Donald Trump himself, but if they run anybody outside of that, if something happens and somebody besides Donald Trump ends up running or Donald Trump continues down a really strong path and even starts messaging in a better way than he currently is and so on. There's just no way Joe Biden wins. I, I, I am positive the Democrat Party understands that, Rebecca. I still believe at some point Joe has to bow out. Well, you know, everybody's expendable, even he Very is. true. But I agree. You know, there are so many things we know. The laptop was Russian disinformation. Well, right. It wasn't. And Joe Biden's family never received money from China. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Joe Biden never received any money while he was vice president. Yes, he did. We know these things are true now. He never communicated with any of Hunter Biden's business contacts. You know, well, yes, he did. And we know this. I mean, I'm not just speculating. We know this. We know this from the Biden laptop, from all of those the emails. And look how that man who revealed that that laptop is being uh, tortured even to this day. but still, yeah, at a certain point, they have to say, hey, this is a losing battle, because he's just not up on it. We no. see his mental decline. That's right. It, it, time and time again, almost on a daily basis, yep. he's becoming the, a liability. That's right. There's no way you put him in front of a camera in a real debate setting, and he happens to have some sort of a moment or an off night. It, it's right. just going to be a disaster. So, I, again, I just don't think that they're going to go down that path. Now, when do they make that move? I don't have that answer. And I, I for one, just well, keep looking at these other things and saying, listen, these are some of the things that are leading in that direction. I think they're already making the move. And look, because mm. look at what happened on Tuesday with abortion. They're True. making abortion this big issue. True. I do not believe that Red State Ohio really voted abortion into their foundational document. I, I don't, I see that. That's just, this is my, this is my personal opinion. Right. But I'm like, if if you want to talk about election integrity, let's look into that election and see what actually is behind that. I just can't see the voters of Ohio mixing all parental consent, not just for abortion, but, but for contraceptives, for mm. gender, this yep, gender dysphoria. These, yeah. And so I feel like they're making abortion this issue, which this this country has traditionally been a pro-life country. Agree. From for hundred for uh, since its begin since its start in fact a hundred years ago every single state had laws pr- 
prohibiting abortion. Correct. And, and of course, we had the, the turn through Margaret Sanger and her, all of her associates, but we also know, too, that that was done in a shifty way. That's right. So this is a pro-life country, and we have these pro-abort, these pro-death laws on the books. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that got on there in, in a... I think that that's that's just shady to me. Good thoughts. That is no. so shady. Good to me. thoughts, uh, folks. Again, New American Rebecca Terrell, and it's two R's, two L's. And Rebecca, again, thank you so much. You are always welcome. It's a joy to talk to you. And as I said earlier, I you know I don't even you know I, I don't even know how to thank you guys. I learn so much on a daily basis. I'm very appreciative. Well, that is very kind of you, John. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night. We'll take a break. American National Insurance is next. Make sure that you're dialed in with your insurance needs. Paul Lewinberger, my good friend Lewinberger, I should say, my good friend can help you out. 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, if you're looking for a new used car, that's the place to call. Find them online at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, if you've got a furnace problem or you'd like to do an upgrade to save money by having a more efficient furnace, they can do all of that for you. 25-month no-interest financing as well. 303-656-5467. Firing up your furnace for the first time this season can reveal problems. And Cub Creek Heating and AC wants you to be prepared for the winter. The Ream Heating and Air Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek know that a bad filter can overheat your furnace, especially when you first turn it on. 
A dirty filter or other components can cause a dusty home, respiratory issues, and the dirt can cause mechanical and electrical elements to fail. Dirty or damaged components can lead to serious failures that turn a $200 fix into a $2,000 one. When you schedule the team at Cub Creek to tune up your furnace, you get a 30-point inspection, including mechanical, electrical, filter changes, pressure checks, and more. And if you become a Cub Creek member, you can save money, and Cub Creek will ensure your system is always ready. Reach out to the passionate HVAC experts at Cub Creek to service your furnace by going to klzradio.com HVAC today. All right, if your roof hasn't been inspected after our long summer, as we head into winter, get that done today, and Dave can do a full roof replacement or extend the life of your current roof, 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916, or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, that's it for this hour. We're going to come back. I will do some recap of... Uh, last night's debate, as I said a moment ago, I did do a little bit of work on that. And then uh, on top of that, we've got, of course, Scott Garlish joining us at the 530 mark as well. Find out exactly what's happening in the markets and what the you know Fed did last week, what effect that's had and so on. And a lot of you like listening to Scott on a routine basis, which I appreciate greatly. And I learn a lot from Scott as well. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.